Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Hi, this is Darren Ride. Welcome to Priority Pastor. I just did a search through the titles of my podcast episodes for the word governance, and I don't see it popping up anywhere. But I'd be surprised if I haven't talked about governance because it is such a critical issue for churches and Christian leaders. When we go into a transitional situation where there's been a crisis or a huge uh, shift in the life of the church, the topic and issue of governance is always assumed to be on the table. In other words, we assume when there's been a crisis in particular that governance will have to be addressed or challenged or the leadership equipped in some significant way. And the reason is that in a church, depending on your polity, the details might vary, but in a church, the board of elders or board of directors, whatever you call them, has ultimate spiritual and organizational authority. And so if something goes sideways, it's not that you say it's their fault, but it is traceable to them in some way. And many times things go sideways in a church because those in the positions of ultimate authority have, it's not that they've done something, often it's that they haven't done something. That there's something they've omitted, that they've left a gap, that they left a hole that's been exploited in some cases by uh, loose cannon individuals, sometimes pastors, sometimes uh, strong outspoken leaders. And that has led to some challenges and troubles in the church. One of the key challenges in governance is defining and clarifying the relationship between the board of elders and the lead pastor and the staff and the relationship between back and forth between the three of them. And often the problem is that there's not clear accountability. Some pastors and in some polities, I know this is how it's structured, some pastors uh, get things set up so that they're the boss of the board that somehow a single leader is the boss when the biblical model, I believe, is plurality of leaders. And in the polity that I am used to, the board as a whole is the boss of the lead pastor. Now, that means no individual elder has authority over the pastor. And if a meeting is not in process, no individual elder can come and tell the lead pastor what to do and how to do it unless it's been clearly delegated through motion by the board. The board as a whole is the pastor's boss. And by the same token, that lead pastor then is the boss or the overseer of the staff. And those staff are not directed by the elders. Uh, They're not accountable to the board as a whole, except through the lead pastor. That's just an example. Again, your situation might call for something different, but it should be very, very, very clear. And certainly no individual lead pastor or staff or otherwise should have more than one boss. The lead pastor is accountable to the board as a whole gathered and then everybody else on staff is accountable to the lead pastor or some other individual staff person. Another key gap that we seek to fill is to develop something called best practices, saying how a board will actually function. And I think I'll do a a follow-up episode at some point on the best practices, but some of those best practices include, for instance, not doing business via email. Email is a terrible medium for doing business. You can communicate facts. You can, you know, share the board minutes, but, and, you know, maybe change the time of a meeting, but beyond that, to deliberate on something that would require emotion and action, 
it, it probably isn't even legal in, in the truest sense of the word to do that apart from a meeting. So we, we iron out some of those best practices and a lot of those best practices then fill in the gaps that have been left where there's an organizational breakdown. So this is you know very closely tied to the work I do. It's tied to even my priority pastor thinking, but it's a little bit distinct. And so I've, I've actually built a simple website called 8020 Church. 8020 Church, talking about the whole 8020 rule. It's actually being moved right now. And it's a simple training I make available to elders I work with for free. There's no, no cost to jump in whatsoever. And uh, you can go check it out if you want it. It should be in its new home by the time you hear this. And it's obviously skewed to the denomination and the polity I work with in the Christian Missionary Alliance. But you might find some nuggets there. And I will have things like the best practices and other documents there that you can download. Governance is so important because leadership is important. And governance is a spiritual issue. Good governance is a spiritual discipline. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't think otherwise. It is key. Because when leadership and governance go sideways, things break down. And so holding the line and doing things right really is critical when it comes to being disciples who make disciples, leading well, building effective churches. Thanks for listening. Have an outstanding day. Press on.